Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here. And guys, I cannot believe that we are at our 52nd episode. That means we next week it's going to be a year anniversary, a full year of podcasting, and I cannot believe it. So first of all, I have to say thank you guys so, so, so much for being on this ride with me, for going through this past year with me, because honestly, it's it was one hell of a year. Like, It's kind of funny, right around the time that I started this podcast, did a ton of stuff happen at the same time that was like kind of a shit show. And to be honest, this podcast is one of the things that kept me motivated, kept me going, and just really lit a fire in me and made me have so much purpose. So I just thank you guys so much for your support, for the community we have here. It means the fucking world. Okay. So I kind of want to reflect on the past year, but also just talk about this concept of moving through the storm, working through the challenges, because every season of life is going to present different challenges, but also different opportunities and the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, typically we go through these different seasons of life and you never really just ride this high for super long, in my opinion. You know, we always have good times, but I think one of the things that makes the good times so beautiful is being able to work through the difficult. And when I think about what my life was a year ago, it's kind of crazy. Um, let's reflect, shall we? So a year ago today, so today is, let's see, at the time of recording, it's the 27th of February. So and this will release later in the week, I believe March 2nd, if I'm getting my dates right. But anywho, when I was looking at what was life a year ago, a year ago today, I'll be honest, I was at one of my lowest points in a very long time. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Some of them I could share, some of them I really can't. But to give you a bit of an overview, I had just had a major incident happen um, within my family that was very disruptive of my family. It very much so affected my relationships with my family. And basically, it was just like this bomb that went off. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? How do I handle this? How do I, especially as an adult and living across the country, I was like, what do I do? do with this information? What do I do now? Because, you know, I love my family. I love all my family members, but it was really hard. And to be honest, I had to set some very firm boundaries that pissed off a lot of people. And I did that for my own mental health and for my own benefit. And to be honest, I'm glad I did because it allowed me that space to heal and that space to work through the emotions that I had going on. And to be honest, if you had told me 
a year ago, one that I was able to record 52 freaking episodes of a podcast, I'd be like, damn bitch, good job. I'm proud of you. Um, but also that I didn't give up on myself and on my dreams and on my goals. Again, I'd be really proud of myself. And I am very proud of myself because, you know, a year ago I was so lost. I was so freaking lost. So not only did I have this major family stuff happen, I was in a extremely toxic work environment. Um, I don't really care about talking about it anymore uh, because actually not only was I showing up to a toxic work environment every day, you know, I had a lot of situations at my job at the time where, you know, HR was involved, where big investigations were happening and it was terrible. It was really hard and it was stressful and walking into that like super negative environment every single day on top of then going home and dealing with all that bullshit. It was too much if I'm being honest. And I was at the point where I was like, I do not know what to do. I do not know where to turn. And right around this time is truly when I was like, I need to get the hell out of athletic training. I need to get out of the collegiate setting. I cannot and not even that I can't do this. I do not want to do this anymore. My life is more valuable than this bullshit. And honestly, I probably could have just gone to a different university, but especially in the area where I'm at, I was like, eh, none of the other universities look like they would provide me a better lifestyle. And so that's really when I started looking for an out and realizing that I care more about my mental health than some you know, status of this cool job, because a lot of people be like, oh, your job is so cool. You know, now when I'm like, oh, I'm an insurance, they're like, oh, okay, uh, cool, I guess. But um, honestly, guys, I am so happy that I was able to persevere through those storms and hold my boundaries and know that I can get through anything to hold my boundaries and to take care of myself. And I'm so, so, so grateful because I had a very strong community of people around me, my handful of best friends, my partner, Kyle, like he was so helpful. They were so helpful. And it, I want this to be just a reminder though, that a lot can change in a year. Like when I look back to a year, one, I am a thousand times happier than I was then. And again, like a lot had just happened. So let's just put a caveat on there. Like a lot had just happened within the span of like three weeks and it was just a shit ton. Right. But I was also like, where do I go from here? I have been handed this storm. The universe was like, Hey bitch, you wanted to grow. You wanted to work through things. I'm giving you the opportunity to do so. And honestly, I think life does that a lot. Sometimes we pray or we manifest or we work or we like have this goal, have this dream, have this ideal. And we're like, okay, if it doesn't get handed to me on this platter, then that means God doesn't, didn't listen or the universe didn't listen or whatever you fucking believe in didn't listen to me. And now I don't know what to do. Well, okay. Trust me. I wish all these negative things didn't happen. I really do. I wish I could have gotten to the outcome of where I'm at now in a different way, just because a lot of people were hurt, <laughs> to be honest, a lot of people were hurt in these situations. Right? So of course I wish that that's not how it all went down. But at the same time, you know, the universe gave me a lot, a lot, a lot of what I had been working for, what I had been journaling about and manifesting and meditating on. And it gave me the perfect opportunity for growth in so many areas, so many freaking areas that I 
knew I needed to grow in, but didn't know how. And so the universe gave me the perfect opportunity to do so. Right. And so I talked about this actually last week, but my spin instructor is just one of the most motivating people. (laughs) And he said something in class again, that motivated me again. And I thought it was perfect for this episode, for this topic that I was going to touch on anyways. So shout out to you, Eric, like good shit right there. Maybe it's something in the name, but he said, are you settling for your life or are you creating your life? And no, he didn't invent this concept. This is said all the time, but it was the exact reminder I needed. So I'm here to remind you, are you settling for your life or are you creating your life? Because last year I was really given the opportunity to be like, okay, Erica, this is the challenges you've been given. Are you going to just roll with the punches and just deal with it and be miserable and stay miserable? Or are you going to fucking do something about it? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And your challenges can either stop you or they can fuel you forward. So think about that. Maybe pause, maybe grab a notebook, um, pull up the notes section in your phone and think about like, where are some challenges that you're facing right now? What are some that are coming up? Where are there different areas of your life that maybe you've are finding difficult and think, are they stopping you or are they fueling you? And maybe right now they are stopping you. Okay. Well, how can we pivot that? How can we change that? How can we use those times to fuel you? And guys, let me tell you, I'm not perfect at this. I never want to come across as I'm like this perfect person who has it all figured out because I fucking don't. I just share the lessons that I have learned because I hope that it will be helpful. Right. And There was a period of time, especially around this time last year, where, like I said, I was feeling so lost and the challenges were kind of stopping me in a moment. I just was like, what do I do with all this bullshit? (laughs) You know, and I really just did not know what to do or where to go or where to turn. And that's where, honestly, I'm so grateful that I have had the experience of working through difficult times. You know, I've had a lot of challenges present themselves in my life, and I'm not saying that as a woe is me. It's just reality, and I think we all have had our different ones. And so I was able to tap into the motivation and the discipline that I've used in the past to help me get through this storm. And that was honestly, I think, one reason why I started my podcast, because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's something I've wanted to do. I have no reason not to. And I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. So I'm just going to do this thing that I've wanted to do. And we'll see what happens. If I hate it, I won't keep doing it. If I like it, I'm going to keep going. And I don't know how I'm going to keep going, but I'm going to do it. Sorry if you hear my dog in the background. He is a great protector of this household. Um, But anywho, so are you allowing the challenges to stop you or to fuel you? Fuel you. Okay. And it's okay if maybe momentarily you are stopped, but now let's figure out how do we switch it to fuel. And so for me, one thing I did was start this podcast and that's not saying everyone needs to start a podcast, but what are you passionate about? How do you want to make an impact in the world? You know, look at your life and think about what areas am I like really paused in? What areas am I growing and what areas am I stagnant? Because honestly, not saying that we need to constantly be growing because I do think that if something is going well in life, like it's okay to be like, all right, I got this area down pat. 
we're going to just keep vibing here and then we're going to switch and look at a different area of our life. So for example, say you have your health routine like on lock and it works for you and you love it. Great. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. If you have something that works for you, fucking do it. Right. But if, if you're not where you want to be in an area of life, even if it's challenging, allow that challenge to fuel you for change. Because like we were saying, are you settling for your life or are you creating your life? And so when I look at last year, like this time last year, you know, I was at a job I didn't like. I was not having healthy boundaries with people. I was very much sad and realistically emotionally eating. And again, I was so grateful for Kyle for being there and being supportive of me, but like poor Kyle for, you know, like having to deal with me during that time, to be honest. And I'm so grateful for him. And, you know, I guess that's the value of a good partner, right? Is you're there for each other in the low moments. And I'm, I'm so, so grateful, right? And I'm so grateful for the friends who are there for me as well in those low moments, because these moments actually as well, put a magnifying glass on where I needed to grow and on what areas of my life I kind of needed to take a cut from. Like I needed to take a step back from, I needed to cut them out. And so it's okay. And I also want to say pivoting is not failing. So if you are presented with a challenge, if you are presented with something and you realize that, Hey, I don't want this thing anymore. It's okay to pivot. It is not a failure to pivot. I think it's actually failure. I don't want to say failure. That's probably harsh. So retract that. It's not a failure to not pivot. But if you are unhappy, if you are doing something in your life that you know in your core isn't what you want to do, then my friend, you are settling. You're settling. And do you want to settle? I don't fucking think so. I don't. I actually like, I was talking to Kyle about this. Sometimes I'm like, I wish that I was okay with just like mediocre, but I'm fucking not. I'm not. That's not who I am as a person, right? I just always want to grow. And I know, I think it's because I see the potential in myself and I see the potential in others too. And so I just know that I can do more and be more and keep grinding, right? So when I realized, Hey, you know what? I think I need to pivot. That's when I freaking went for it. And I started pivoting and I started laying the groundwork for pivoting, looked at different career fields, looked at different options, um, looked at kind of where are my strengths, where are my weaknesses, what do I need to work on in myself, and how can I get through these moments, okay? And I also want to say that these challenges are presented to you for a reason. Like I said a little bit ago, discipline and motivation really, really got me through, like really, really got me through. And I know a lot of people ask me, oh, you're so motivated. Like, how do you stay motivated? Guys, I'm actually fucking not. Like, sometimes I am. Yes. Sometimes I am and I have a big fire under my ass. But oftentimes it's not the motivation that gets me through. It's the discipline. And this is, again, a very common phrase, but, you know, maybe you haven't heard it. Would you rather look back at and think, wow, I'm so glad I at least tried or would you rather would you rather look back at it like that or are you do you want to get towards maybe the end or be in a situation where you aren't even trying for what you want where you've just settled where you've just allowed yourself to not go for the things you really want because you're fearful or you're scared or you're intimidated or maybe you're like I know I want something different but I don't know what I want I am like that. I am a pure manifesting generator. I am a non-specific manifesting generator. So that's human design terms. If you haven't listened to the human design episode, I highly recommend it. But basically for me in my human design, 
I like a lot of shit. I pivot often. I am not someone that is likely to have one career path for a super long time. And I think that's why my podcast is not super niche. I know a lot of people say, hey, you got to like find a niche and stick to that one thing. Well, guys, I have a lot of interest, so I'm not going to do that. My interest, my, oh, one, oh, my niche, my niche is helping you live your most empowered and, and aligned life. I want to help you do that. So whether that is personal development, fitness, mindset, spirituality, whatever the fuck it is, that's okay. Because guess what? We are multifaceted beings. And I think it's important to touch on all of those. But anywho, discipline is what got me through those hard moments. Discipline is what allowed me to keep showing up. Discipline is what allowed me to keep going, okay? Because you're not always going to be motivated. So learning how to flex your discipline muscle is extremely important. And I swear, probably because it's just been on my mind lately, this is one thing that the 75 hard helped me do. And I, again, I believe I've always been someone that has been more disciplined than other people, but I really took it to a whole nother level when I did the 75 hard and it made the concept of discipline more tangible as well as it made me just see the power of discipline. Like when I've been disciplined in my life in various areas is when I've had my best experiences, right? So remember, discipline is better than motivation. Discipline is more powerful than motivation, okay? Because you aren't always going to be motivated, but that doesn't mean you don't show up. That doesn't mean you just give up on yourself. That doesn't mean you don't do the work. Fuck motivation. We don't need motivation. We do not need motivation. And it's funny because for me, I am really good at discipline in some areas and I'm really not so good at discipline in other areas, if I'm just being honest. And so now that I've gotten certain areas of my discipline like down, I'm trying to challenge myself to get them down in other areas, right? So that's like something I'm currently working on. And the other thing I want to talk about too, when I look back at this past year, something that I've learned a lot is how important is purpose to you? How important is it? Because again, me showing up every week for this podcast is because I believe it is a part of my purpose. It fuels me. It lights me up. I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not easy. It's actually quite a bit of work to record weekly. It's quite a bit of work to put this out, but because I enjoy it, it's fun and it feels like a lot less effort than other tasks that maybe I'm not motivated or inspired to do. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know how some things are maybe a lot of work, but because you enjoy them, they don't feel like work. That's how this is for me, right? Just like other areas of my business and creating content, those areas, because they fuel my purpose, really allow me to grow and to thrive and to shine. So if you're someone that has been looking for your purpose, trust me, I still don't know my quote purpose. Does anyone really? I don't know. But I would look at what lights you up, what fuels your fire. And again, we're going to get a little woo-woo, but I would really look at your human design, look at your astrology, because it is so aligned. It is so fucking aligned. Every time I have lived in alignment with my human design, things have gone wonderful for me. And I don't think it's a coincidence. And I remember when I shared Kyle, his human design, he was like, what the fuck? This is crazy accurate. This so resonates. Like it's wild. Everyone I've shared their human design with, except for one person has been like, wow, that's wild. That's crazy. So look up your human design because it may give you an indication of what your purpose is. Okay. So I also want to say 
kind of the last thing that I really, really learned this year without getting into too many details, because again, privacy, lots of people are involved, but I just want to say that time doesn't heal everything. Okay. Time doesn't heal everything, but allow yourself time to process things. Does that make sense? So some of the shit shows that happened at the, like this time last year, they aren't quote healed. They aren't done. And time, there's a lot of things that haven't happened to help heal them, such as vulnerable conversations I'd like to have with certain individuals that refuse to have them. Okay, fine. It takes two to tango. I've accepted that, but it took me a long time to get to that acceptance. So I don't inherently believe that time is healing per se, because it's not. It's just not. Like as someone who has quote, worked through things for years. I mean, there's an issue that I work on in therapy that I've literally been dealing with for, let me do some math in my head right now, 18 years, 18 fucking years. Okay. And it still is something that's activated in my life because it is so ingrained. Yay. Childhood fucking trauma. Am I right? But so time doesn't heal everything, but vulnerability can help heal a lot not giving up on yourself can help heal a lot. Being able to have those honest conversations can help heal a lot because as painful as this past year has been, because guys, it has been painful. I wish I could communicate to you truly how low I was sometimes, because again, sometimes people tell me, oh, you have it all together. You've got it. You keep going. And I so appreciate the motivation I really fucking do. But guys, there have been multiple times I have not had my life together. The amount of tears I have cried in the past year is probably one of the most in my life, right? Because I was so just hurt, to be honest. I was angry. I was hurt. I was frustrated, right? And even though this year brought some of the biggest lows of my life, This year also brought some of the biggest highs of my life, and I shared a lot of them with you. But even just me changing careers, like my overall stress level has decreased significantly, significantly. And part of it, I'm sure, is just working from home, but I think a lot of it is because I have found something that I enjoy. The company treats me well. My coworkers are great. There's a lot of positive things there that I didn't really have before. Okay. But also I was able to have really vulnerable and honest conversations with people that allowed us to, what's the word I'm looking for? That allowed us to maybe bridge that gap that we had and allowed us to really move on from incidences that were very, very, very hurtful. And that's where with certain individuals in my life, like I still need to have those hard conversations and I've not been able to do them because again, it takes two to tango. So if one person isn't ready or willing, then okay. But when they are ready and they are willing, it's a beautiful fucking thing. So even though some of the lowest moments of my life have happened over the past year, I've also had some of the most healing moments of my life over this past year. And I want to do a whole episode on this, so I'm not going to touch on it too much. But so much inner child healing has happened, which is a beautiful thing. If you do not know about inner child healing, I really recommend looking into it. But I also really believe that we... When we're in our healing journey, I think looking at who you were as a child, what you enjoyed as a child is so 
important. And I, I've heard this cliche before, but I do think it's true. I think a lot of, you know, finding yourself, you can look at the childhood version of you and it'll give you a lot of fucking clues. It'll give you a lot of clues. Like, I'm sure this shocks literally no one, but on my report cards, I always got the, she talks too much. (laughs) What a fucking shocker that this bitch now has a podcast. Am I right? Am I right? And it's not just, oh, she liked to talk. No, I liked to do these different things. And by allowing myself to do them again, it has been so, so, so healing, right? And I think one of the beautiful things about being in such a low place was it forced me to have to take care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually. And I'm probably going to do another updated episode on wellness things I'm doing because I have added new things to my routine that I'm really, really enjoying. But as you guys know, meditation for me, key. I've started to add some breath work. Love it. I actually started using a new meditation app that I really like, and it's like non-traditional meditation, which is very cool. It's a bit expensive, but I've been using it a lot, so I found it worth it. And I've just noticed that being very, very, very intentional on taking care of my mind, body, and soul, because they're all fucking connected. You guys know I believe this. It's not just one thing. If you take care of only your physical health, but ignore your mental and spiritual health, that's not ideal. If you only do mental health stuff, but ignore your physical health, that's also not ideal, ideal in my opinion. And so we need these balances and learning through the lows the importance of taking care of myself has shown me just how good life can be. So I hope this hasn't been too much of a rant, but I just want to remind you guys that you are worthy of having a life that you love. You are worthy of creating your life. You do not need to settle. You do not need to settle. And maybe you're in this situation and you're like, well, Erica, I have responsibilities. I have bills. I have kids. I've got you know, a spouse. I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. I'm not saying you need to blow up your whole world. You don't. But what are small ways that you can be more intentional in your life? Because I think a big part of creating your life is just being intentional every single day with the little things, with what you're eating, with your movement, with how you're treating yourself, with how you're treating your mind, how you're talking to yourself. And there's, again, there's still areas that I'm not great at. You know, I really need to work on my self-talk. I can be very harsh on myself and I don't even notice I'm doing it half the time. Kyle will call me out and he'll be like, don't fucking talk to yourself that way. I'm like, oh, my bad. I didn't even notice, right? Because it is just so ingrained in me to be a little harsh on myself, right? So when it comes to settling versus creating your life, you don't need to blow up your entire existence. You don't need to move across the country. You don't need to get a new job. I mean, maybe, maybe you do need to do those things. Maybe you should do those things. Maybe you should look into those things. Maybe you need to leave a situation, maybe, but don't think automatically that you have to. I think a big part of creating your life is just being intentional every single day and showing up for yourself every single day and putting yourself first every single day. And I'm not a parent, okay? I am not a parent, so I'm not going to speak for parents. But let me tell you this. I do think, and something I want to do if I ever have the privilege of having children, is being a great example for my future kids that this is how you practice self-care. Being like, mommy has to go to the fucking gym because she takes care of herself. You can come with me and we can like get some fitness in, you know, but 
I think it's really important to be that example for those around you, whether it's your children, your friends, your family, because a lot of times people will ask me like, oh, well, I'm really into this thing, but they're not. How do I get them into it? You don't have to get like one, you cannot force anyone to do something they do not want to do. Or if you do, it's probably not going to go very well because they don't want to fucking be there, right? By showing up and being the example and showing how it can benefit them by them seeing how it's benefiting you is how you are going to be able to set that example for your family, for your friends, for your community, right? And they say it's so, so important who you surround yourself with. And a great example of this, and it's not that he does it all the time, but like I meditate all the time, right? And Kyle has, because of that, started becoming more open to meditating. And now he sometimes meditates. And when there's maybe a day where I'm like, hey, babe, you might want to meditate. I think it could help. Because he'll do the same thing to me. He'll be like, did you fucking meditate today? Because I don't think you did. I'm like, you're right. I didn't. And then I go and I feel better. And so sometimes I do that to him and you're like, oh, right. I haven't. I'm going to go give it a try. And so that's just one example. And he never fucking did that shit before. (laughs) You know, like that's what happens when you date a crazy girl who has freaking crystals and meditation and we'll have these weird talks about like spirituality and life and personal development. Like he's very desensitized to all that now, um, very much more open, (laughs) but I think it's really important to allow yourself to fully express who you are, to allow yourself to love your life and to remind yourself if you are in those seasons of lows, this is something I want to say. It does not last forever. I know that's very cliche. I know people say that shit all the time, but it's true. These hard seasons do not last forever. The rainstorm outside doesn't fucking last forever. The blizzard doesn't last forever. The sunshine doesn't last forever. These seasons do not last forever. That's why they're called seasons. If it was one continuous fucking thing, we wouldn't have any differences. So, and I do believe the hard moments really, really make you appreciate the good ones and the beautiful ones. And those are just some things I've learned over this past year. I mean, I've learned a ton and I wish I could get more granular with you all, but that's probably something better done on a one-to-one basis, right? But I just want to remind you, stop settling, create your life, be intentional with your life. And remember that challenges can either stop you or fuel you, and you get to decide. You get to decide whether the challenge you're being presented with is going to stop you in your tracks or fuel you on your journey, okay? And if you decide, I need to pivot, I need to change direction, that's okay. Pivoting is not failure. It's not. And I've dove into, I think, all of these topics actually in their own individual episode in the past year. So if you want to dive deeper into them, go check them out. You know, now we have 50 plus episodes for you to listen to. Maybe re-listen. Maybe if one really struck you, you're like, shit, I need to hear that message again. Do it. Share it. I am so excited for this upcoming year. I have so many big plans. And I just ask you guys, if you've you know, you're at the end of the episode. If you enjoy it, please rate it. Please review it. Please subscribe. If you're not subscribed, share it with a friend because I really believe that as we grow this community, what does it do? It helps others live a more empowered and aligned life. So if you know someone that you think would enjoy this, it's not for me, do it for them. If they need this message, if you think there's someone that would enjoy my kind of kick in the ass personality and my bluntness, share it. Because honestly, These messages need to get across to the world, okay? That's why I share them. That's why I share the lessons I've learned that have struck me because I know it's going to help someone else. I just fucking know it. And every time before I record, I'm like, universe, God, whatever, 
help me with the words I'm saying. Help me. Help me get my point across. I know that we can do great things together in this community, and I am so excited to see what year two of podcasting brings. I don't actually have them in seasons, but let's say year two is season two. How cool is that, right? So I'm so grateful for you guys. I so appreciate every single one of you. Just remember that no matter what you're going through right now, you will, quote, get through it, okay? No matter what life has handed you, remember those challenges can be the biggest opportunities of your life and they can teach you so much. So thank you guys for listening. I love y'all. I'm so appreciative of y'all. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week where we have our one year anniversary episode. So thank you guys so much. I will talk to you later and have a great rest of your week. Do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at ericavishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwithairca.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.